Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. It's a Monday, and I hope you're all doing well. You know, I totally forgot yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. I hope you had a great St. Patrick's Day, did not drink to excess, but had a lot of green beer. I know I won't. I've already done with my annual watching of The Quiet Man, so I'm good. So, I want to talk about monster organization in your prep and uh, how I go about doing it. Because I don't think I've ever seen a scenario where I didn't want to add a little something in the monster encounter department. Just to, you know, give it a little personalization or something like that. First thing I do when I'm doing my prep is after I've read through the module, if, re- if it's a module, I've read through the module at least once. Or if it's something I've written, i got all my notes down. And then I make a list what monsters are going to appear in this module. And I also include, in this adventure rather, I also include the monsters on the encounter charts. And what encounter charts I'm going to use. And I, you know, if you're if you're doing something a little bit all encompassing or it's got a little longer time, it might get kind of ridiculous. But usually for one session, it doesn't. And this is something that you can use over and over again. I make a list of all the monsters that appear in the module or in my adventure. And then I go looking for them, depending on the system. Sometimes I use more than one system to find the stats if they're similar. In a, for instance, when I'm running Astonishing Swordsman, and I pulled some monsters out of the uh, Tome of Horrors complete from Frog God, which, since it's Swords and Wizardry, is very similar to what I'm using which is also good because they have both ascending and descending armor class, and right now I'm using descending armor class. Or any other books. I mean, you can convert which way your armor class goes. That's trivial. But I would make a list and pull those things. Now, I've got practically everything I need in physical form and PDF, which is handy because I go through the monsters and I print out from the PDF whatever page they're on, but I do it a certain way. Now, you all know that I like using graph paper. I never use line paper, ever. I use graph paper for everything because you've already got the lines there, and then if you have to add them um, like a dungeon level or something, you could just draw it right there. Boom, there it is. But I also like to use them for monsters, as you know. Well, if you can do this, this is great. If you have like an inkjet or a laser printer, you can get it done at Kinko's or whatever. And at Kinko's shows you my age. But what you want to do is I buy these pads of paper at the, either Walmart or office supply store. They usually come like two for three bucks or something like that. You probably find them at the dollar store too. They're graph paper pads. So you get like a pack of two for three bucks. Well, I found out my wife's printer can print those. She has a she has a laser printer, and I can run those through there. And what you have then is a page for the monsters, and you can read it. And you've got you've got the you got the grid behind you, which is really nice because 
I'm I'm of one where I write the monster stat down on graph paper and then I mark off the boxes for how many hit points they have and during the game I just check them off. And I like that because if I mark them off, I can use these again and again and again because all I have to do is erase the boxes. I statted out, the last game, I statted out hit points for 60 ape men. And since the characters are 6th to 7th level, they just made 7th, it's, like I said, when they get up in upper levels, you either got to give them tougher monsters or, what I do, throw more of them at them. And out of 60 of them, they took out a third. They took out 20 of them. So there's that. I, I like pages with a lot of room for doing that. But most of the time, if you go into like monster Man- the Monster Manual or something like that, uh, you can usually either do that or put it on the margins if you have it on. But it's great to have a grid behind this so you can actually do that and just mark them off. That's how, that's how I do it. And all the info's there. Uh, if I have to write it out, I do it on graph paper. I just give the, I've told you what the, the minimum I need. And also, the nice thing about printing these out on graph paper is you have the graph paper, and you also have the information if they have, like, the monster says special abilities or something like that. It's right there. And, you know, take a, take a, a yellow highlighter to it, and you're all set. You know, I highlight like the AC, any special abilities, their armor class, uh, yeah, I said armor class, um, their movement, and things like that. So that's a, a handy dandy way to have it ready. And I've printed these out, and it's handy to hang on to, too. Something just threw my threw my brainwaves off, and I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, it's handy to have these things. I just print them out and take them, stack them, and just paperclip them. And there's my stack of monsters for that session. That doesn't mean I'm going to be pulling. I'm not going to be pulling something uh, out of out of the book or something like that during the session. But I try to avoid that. So. I have the things ready to go. And the nice thing is, if you're playing the same system, if you've got a campaign with the same system, you could just build this up. You know, I've, I've done that before. i got another adventure. Okay, we've got these three or four new monsters. I do the same thing, and I staple them together. And pretty soon, you're going to have a nice stack of monsters for that campaign. And you can always add to it. And that would be like your monster stack. Those are the ones you use during the game. This is the stuff. To me, to me, there's stuff you use to prep and stuff you use during the game. And sometimes they overlap, but not very. Usually, never the twain shall meet, because I need something during the game that's disposable. I need something that I can write on real quick. I have my no. I have my. Uh, I got my index cards. I said well. I got. I've got graph index cards, so. That's what you use. Think disposable when you're running a game. Think disposable. I re, I, I t- if I'm doing a module, I rewrite the module in Grognardese, as I say, which means I go through the module and I write things out in bullet points. So I don't have to pull out the module itself during the game very much anyway. There's always You're always going to need a... You know, you're always going to need a time where you got to go to the source. And the like the Astonishing Swordsman stuff, I even went and took the first four modules and printed them out in a book 
a wire-bound book for this just so I could write and highlight these things. And um, No, it's not graph paper, but it's the next best thing. So you want to do, think, like I said, think disposable. I could throw this whole book out, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bat an eye because I still got the originals. And if I did it again, I'd probably print it out all on graph paper. I don't know. I could module the module. But anyway, that's my suggestion. Take it, use it, love it. I'm going to go start my day. So if you have anything you want to talk about or you want to argue with me about this or anything else, drop me an email at oldmangrognardgmail.com or a voicemail at Anchor. We are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program, and I would thank you. And I thank Jonathan and Oliver for support. I really appreciate it. And a big shout-out to my friend Eric Tinkar at Tinkar's Tavern. He's doing a great job. Love you, man. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>